You're listening to Two Smart Assets with Chris Thompson and Danny Nichols. This is your source for passive investing in real estate syndications. It's time for us to gain knowledge and take action. So let's go. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the show. This is the Two Smart Assets Podcast. I am Danny Nichols. This is Chris Thompson. Chris Thompson, how you doing today, sir? Man, I'm pretty good. The weather's nice. I uh, I remember going outside, though. Uh, I used to like it, and uh, I'm tired of being stuck in the house. You know what? Uh, it's one of those things. I just forced myself outside, right? I mean, it's just, yeah, you can't, you can't go places, but at least go outside. Do something, right? Now so. that I know that I can't go places, I want to go places, and it's... But we're here. You know what's crazy is you go somewhere else, look at other places around the world right now, even just as far as Denver, it's snowing. So, I mean, and you know, Denver's a great place, so lots of vlog down there. But uh, yeah. Anyways, be good when this when this whole thing's over and they start opening things back up like gyms. That'd be fantastic. I'm you pretty, should see the makeshift gym we got in the garage. Pretty nice. Pretty Legit. Nice. It's held us over for the time being, so. But they need to open that stuff back up mm-hmm. when you get this thing taken care of, for sure. All right, so just a couple things before we get uh, kicked off into this uh, show here. Um, if you guys have the time, head over to twosmartassets.com. There you're going to find some great resources for passive investors like Chris, like me. We're all passive investors. So head on over to twosmartassets.com uh, and get those free resources. Uh, one of them is basically um, a guide for passive investing in real estate syndications. And it's just really an overview of how you can get started in apartment syndication investing and kind of the things you really need to know uh, when getting into this. And then also we have uh, a sample deal. So if you're new to apartment syndications or if you just want to see uh, kind of what a sample deal or a, a deal looks like, mm-hmm. maybe an opportunity you would be presented with, uh, go to our website. We have one there. Go ahead and just all we need is your email information and then you can get this sample deal, which will basically give you an idea of what to expect from an operator when an opportunity comes up, right? Right. Yeah. If you like what you see, holler at us. We'd love to talk to you and, uh, you know, kind of understand what your investment goals are and how we might be able to help you. Absolutely. So with that being said, uh, also on our website, uh, you can drop us a line there. Uh, There's a place on the contact page or you can find us on social media, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. Send us a message. Drop us a comment on one of our posts. We'd Mm -hmm. love to hear from you guys. I mean, seriously, uh, we connect with everybody on all the platforms uh, on a personal level. So hit us up. We will hit you back for sure. Also, if you're a fan of the show, please, please, please head over to iTunes and leave us a rating and written review. This really helps us reach other like-minded investors who could benefit from this type of information. I mean, this is the type of things that we only found certain podcasts for certain reasons, right? Right. So it's kind of the same thing. We would love to be able to provide this information to as many uh, potential investors as possible. So if you can head over there, leave us a rating and review. And like you said, you know, we, we want to connect with, uh, with everybody that we can, uh, so much that I have my phone number, uh, like it's on the passive or it's on the, uh, it's on our sample deal. Uh, it's in that, it's in that guide and it's on the website, man. You can shoot me a text, uh, give me a call. I'd love to take a few minutes out of the day and, uh, just to learn more about you and, you know, just try to build some kind of relationship you know, great minds think alike and let's see what we can do together. Hit them up. No prank calls. All right. So today we're going to be talking about, it's really something that, uh, usually we talk about, you know, investing in real estate syndications. This is, this is a little off topic, but not really, because this is something that's, this happens to almost everybody. I know it happened to me before. And I mean, I mean, everybody can speak about this. So today we're going to talk about analysis paralysis. This happens. It's just some sort of thing that most investors run into, newbies especially. Um, especially. Right. So 
again, this show is usually typically about you know passive investing in real estate syndications, uh, but really overanalyzing, whatever you call it, analysis paralysis, overanalyzing, overthinking, whatever you want to call it, it can be applied really to almost any situation, but especially when it comes to investing. So we will try to apply this to real estate investing at, going forward in this episode. But um, so really just giving you like some back information back before I ever invested in real estate or really invested in anything. Uh, but I had an idea of I wanted to be an investor. I wanted to invest stuff. I was in education mode straight up. You know, I mean, everybody knows what I'm talking about. It's basically the mode where you think you need to learn everything about whatever that topic is before you get started. I mean, we've all been there, mm-hmm. I'm sure, right? I mean, mm-hmm. you were you were there. I was there for sure. I mean, I was just consuming so much information as much as I can. And I was just like, I'm going to learn everything about everything before I start, you know, just so I make sure I'm in the right place. Well, that's the mode I was in. Like I said, we've all been there, but anyway, any day or anyway, uh, one day I was listening to a, a podcast and, you know, I'm not quite sure what pockets, but I can almost guarantee you that it was bigger pockets because back at that time when I first started, that was pretty much the only podcast that I listened to. Mm-hmm. And I was pretty new to podcasting at the time. I, you know, I really didn't listen to any other podcasts and the reason I got listening to a podcast was for Bigger Pockets podcast, the original, right? So I'm sure it was a Bigger Pockets podcast. Anyways, I was listening to this episode, and I can't recall who the guest was on the episode, but whoever they were, they had been quite successful in their real estate investing career. Uh, and and I know most of you have, but if you're familiar with the Bigger Pockets podcast, they have kind of a system at the end of the episodes, right? So at um, they ask the same questions to all their guests at the end of every episode, right? So it's the same set. I think it's like four questions, right? And one of the questions goes uh, something like, uh, what sets apart successful investors from those who give up, fail, or never get started? <clears throat> now, at the time, I was very open to basically any form of suggestions or tips on basically just due to the fact that I didn't know anything. But you about, were eager. Yeah, right. I was eager, but I didn't really know anything about real estate investing uh, or being successful at all in this type of space. So it was one of those things where I was very open to take any sort of tips. Or, any direction. Yeah, I was just, yeah, it was just, I was consuming everything I could. And, and to be fair, really, I still love this question and the responses that come from mm-hmm. it. You know, the Bigger Products podcast is great, but uh, this question is is fantastic and I love the responses that come from it. But, but at the time... Uh, I especially felt like I needed this type of information in my life because these are the kind of things that I need to I need to internalize and know this is what I needed to be successful because I don't want to fail right because mm-hmm. I was I was so worried about failing at the time really I just wanted to be successful of course everybody wants to be successful but so anyways I don't recall uh, the guest response to that question mm-hmm. but it basically came down to him saying um, the key to success is that you have to get out of your comfort zone and you have to do the reps. And, you know, really, I didn't mind. I had no problem doing the reps, but getting out of your comfort zone, comfort zone, I did not want to hear that. I mean, I had no, I did not want to get out of my comfort zone. I had, I was fairly happy in my comfort zone, really, you know, and getting out of my comfort zone is really not something that I, I wanted to do. But the truth is, interested or not, that's exactly what I needed to do. So what I want you to do is I want you to think back to your biggest achievement. Whatever that may be, get that achievement in your mind and how it felt to accomplish your goal. You too, Chris. Right. 
All right, so now think back to what that took to achieve, what it took to achieve that goal. What kind of work did you have to do day in and day out to get to the finish line, right? What, what was that work? What did you have to do? What were the grinds that you had to do? All right, now what would you say were the traits basically you displayed in that journey of getting started, doing those tasks, and finally achieving that goal? So what what are some of those tasks you you might you might say right? Dedication. Oh, okay, maybe like dedication. <clears throat> what determination? Right. Perseverance. Hard work, maybe. Yeah. Something like that. So these are some of the things that, I mean, most likely you could use all of those words to describe what was needed to basically hit that achievement, right? Right. So you I mean, didn't care about anything else. Right. You, mm-hmm. you were just headstrong, and we went for it. You're going for it, right? But what about what about another what about another term? What about discomfort? Ooh. So none of the things that you did to get you to that point, to that finish line, were easy. None of it, right? right? Think about it. Having the courage to get started, doing all like the tireless day-to-day activities that, that really, I mean, they're not easy or fun, right? Right. Uh, what's another one? Um, having to tell your family or your friends that you can't spend time with them just so you can keep working towards this goal. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know my friends, if I told them that back in the day. It would, I mean, it wouldn't go over very well, right? Right. Right. So there's nothing comfortable about that. Nothing. Uh, so thinking back to that guest on the Bigger Pockets podcast, that one episode, that, that one of those, you know, first episodes, I'd say he's pretty spot on with that response. You know, I mean, it it kind of, it resonates pretty well. So anyways, point of, the, point of this episode is analysis paralysis. So what is analysis paralysis? Well, really, it's discomfort, right? It's the fear of the unknown. Mm-hmm. It's saying, I don't know every little detail about something, and I'm not 100% sure of the outcome, so what am I going to do? I'm not going to go through with it. It's saying, but what if an issue arises and we encounter problems? And I don't want to deal with that, so I'm just not even going to try, right? I mean, these things happen, right? Mm -hmm. So this way of thinking can lead to missed opportunities and potentially never getting started. And this is something to pay attention to. Listen, we all start somewhere. With anything we do. I mean, we've all started. If you've done anything in your life, you started somewhere, right? right? So, and usually that somewhere is outside of your comfort zone. Right. And, you know, and I think thinking like that is is you're already putting up roadblocks before you even get started, you know? And I have a feeling when you look back at that achievement that you, you know, put in your mind just now, uh, you know, that you worked on so hard, you didn't overthink it. You didn't consume yourself with doubt. You did what you thought you needed to do, and you pushed through any hiccups that you ran into along the way. And during that time, you were you were working towards pleasure, right? That positive outcome. Instead of actively moving away from the discomfort, you know, the discomfort that we get is like you know, being outside that comfort zone. But instead of being afraid of what it's going to feel like when you're there, you're more focused on how good it's actually going to feel when you do the thing. Right. So, I mean, what we're talking about here is just mindset. And this can be applied to anything regardless. You know, we talk about just investing in real estate and stuff like that. But a lot of people overthink all kinds of stuff and they just don't get started. You're putting up roadblocks, man. Roadblocks. Get over that. You know, you got to have a positive mindset and, and work towards that. Work towards that. 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 What's the word I'm looking for? It's- you're 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 looking for that positive outcome and instead of you're 
you're too focused on the negative you need and, to focus and that on fear the of failure. Right. You need to focus on the goal and why you're doing this. So when it comes down to it, you need to have a mindset. So what kind of general mindset can we establish before we even get into the analysis paralysis mode? How can we cut this thing off before it even happens, right? So first, get clear with why you're doing what you're doing. Huge. You know, you need to understand what your why is. And you hear this all the time and, you know, you hear it over and over again. It almost gets repetitive, but really... And we found this out the hard way. Not having this is, it's a bad idea. You need to have this, mm-hmm. right? So it's important you understand the reason you're doing something. Without a purpose, it's easy to fall back into your old ways and to give up the things that, that, are, that are hard, that aren't easy, mm-hmm. right? And this can be especially true when you're changing your lifestyle, real estate investing included, right? So if you've never invested in real estate or even if you're investing in a new type of real estate, yeah, you might have an idea of what you're doing in real estate, but this is one of those things you still need to pay attention to because it's still going to be hard, right? All right. So what's another one? So start getting comfortable with being uncomfortable. And this is another part of that mindset. You need to, you need to understand like being uncomfortable stuff is just part of the process, right? So at first try small things, harmless things, that kind of like just break up your daily routine because we tend we're we're creatures of habit, right? We tend to do the same stuff over and over. So do small things uh, that you normally wouldn't do that make you feel a bit uncomfortable. All right. So I say do this what regularly every day if you can. Every day if you can, right? So uh, next, recognize some of your big uncomfortable things, right? So get familiar with the things you're really uncomfortable with. Um, I don't know. Maybe it's interacting with others on social media or. Uh, attending meetups or conferences, or mm-hmm. maybe it's say something like uh, admitting you're new to the scene. I'm a rookie, right? I'm, I'm a green hat. You're really, and you're still learning and write these things down regularly. I'm talking about writing these things down regularly, daily, whatever you got to do and make a goal for working on these topics. Make sure the goal, however, this is, and this is important. We've talked about this on another episode. Make sure the goal is specific and time bound. And I think you talked about this, those smart goals. The smart goals. Yeah. So if you haven't heard of them, just Google them. There's stuff all over the place. But um, I think what, what episode is on the, the episode of uh, a goal setting. Right? Yeah, we, goal had, setting. we had an episode on goal setting. We talked about smart goals there. But basically, uh, really what you want to, the thing we're going to talk hit on with this is make sure your goals are specific and time bound. So you want to have exactly what you need to do and when you need to have that achieved by, right? So mm-hmm. this is something that really you want to have, especially with this, but really just make sure these goals are clear and you know what steps you need to take and put a deadline on when you want to have achieved the steps to those goals. Right. Right. So you need to develop a plan, hold yourself accountable or even better yet, get an accountability partner. It's just one of those things. If you don't have an accountability partner, it's okay. You'll still be, you can be fine and it'll all work out. But if you have an accountability partner, man, hold feet to fire, you know, mm-hmm. get the, get them going. And, but start getting more comfortable with these things, right? So it's just one of those things you're going to have to get the reps in. Start being more comfortable with the things that you're uncomfortable with, right? What's another one? Embrace failure. So listen, failure, I'm just going to... We're just going to lay this out online. Failure, disappointment, it's going to happen. Straight up. We're not going to sugarcoat it here. It's not what we do. But uh, issues or problems are going to come up, and they don't always work out the way you plan uh, or envision, really. And the fact is, uh, nine times out of ten, they might not work out the way you did. But the important thing is how you handle those issues when they do arise, right? Sure. So it's important to see failure as a learning experience. Uh, you know, if you, if you walk away from a failure, not seeing it as a great opportunity to like see how things could have been different and what you could do in the future to put yourself in a better position to handle those issues, 
then you're looking at it the wrong way, right? These are just kind of one of those things when failures happen and they will have the right mind, right mindset to pick yourself back up and keep going, right? So what's another one? Surround yourself with like-minded individuals. So you may have heard the quote, you're the average of the five people you associate yourself with the most. Uh, so find people who are, do, who are doing the things that you want to be doing or you mm-hmm. dream of doing or where they are where you want to be, right? And then uh, basically do those things. Put yourself in the right environment. Surround yourself with successful people who are where you want to be in life. And that's going to be, it's going to help you a lot with this analysis paralysis because you're going to be able to to rely on them and, um, you know, start doing the things that you're doing and then obviously potentially reaching out to them, right? And basically asking how to solve issues, right? So another important part is with this whole thing is recognize where you've basically improved or you've gotten better, right? So it's good to take note of any of these, of any accomplishments that you may have down the road. Say you, you've finally uh, found an investment and you close on a deal, right? Say that's your first goal. You know, it take note, making the, these are accomplishments. Say you went from nothing to closing on your first deal. That's a, that's a goal. Huge. You smashed it, right? So recognize the progress you've made and celebrate those victories. Having these moments is it's going to be it's it's a good way to realize that you're on the right path. You're doing the right stuff, right? Uh, for 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 where you are, and that's exactly what you want to do. So celebrate, but not for too long. Don't don't go crazy. I mean, get a good celebration in or whatever. You mm-hmm. know, give yourself a good pat on the back. Maybe I don't know. Go have a cheesecake or something. I don't know. Whatever you guys <laughs> do, but. Uh, just, just do that. So have those celebrations. But the whole thing through these through these steps that we just talked about, go through this process over and over again. And the key thing is, is you really just want to you want to keep that momentum rolling because uh, you know once you start getting this process rolling and you see it working out the way uh, that it does, it's gonna it's almost addicting. You're gonna want to keep that momentum rolling. So yep. keep doing these things. Yeah, that's uh, that's awesome. Yeah, you know, I just want to add like. You know, meetups are awesome too. You know, it, oh. it, it really doesn't matter what interests you. Uh, there's probably a group for it. And, and if there isn't a group for it, guess what? That's a perfect time to actually start one. And the, I know that's going to be super uncomfortable, but guess what? Like that's where greatness lies is just outside your comfort zone. You know, so create that group if you need to. And once it's created, excuse me, once it's created, I'm sure there's going to be people who will probably end up signing up and they'll come you know, they'll come check it out because they like that thing too. You know, so yeah, I know it sounds uncomfortable, but that's just what we're talking about here. So get out of your comfort zone just a little bit here. Try it out. You got to try it out. Right. And so, you know, besides that, like where else would you find the answers that you're looking for? You know, so talk to others to see, to see how they do that thing that you like, you know, and, and you can, you know, mastermind with each other and, and try to figure out better ways to do, you know, what you're, interests are whatever and you know maybe you'll make a few friends out of this you know so i mean you're already like-minded individuals and just like that you grew just a little bit as a person you know you you're pushing your your passion or your hobbies or whatever a little bit further and maybe you gain a friend or two i mean that's that's a win you know absolutely and and it's you know Getting out and, you know, starting a, a meetup. Some people have trouble just going to the meetup, right? Sure. But that's step number one, right? So get out, get a little bit uncomfortable, start networking, do these things, step out, and then eventually starting your own uh, meetup or mastermind, man, next level. I mean, it is kind of one of those things like faking it until you make it, you know, 
just go, yeah, just go. Like you said, you know, just getting there is is one thing, and maybe you got to go to one or two, maybe just kind of sit back and just kind of check things out or whatever. But eventually, you know, you know what we find, you know, going to different conventions and we go to meetups around here. Um, you know, people are in general they're so nice and so helpful. I mean, we're all brought there for the same reason, right. and so why not just take that, take complete advantage of that. You know, um, and then, but before you know it, you're going to be doing it without even thinking about it. And you've expanded your comfort zone just, just a little bit. So again, like you're growing as a person just by, you know, thinking a little bit bigger and just being right outside that box that you've lived in for so long. Absolutely. All right. All right. So we've touched on the general mindset and the process for getting started and basically, um, getting over that you know, the hump for the potential for getting stuck or never getting started right with that analysis paralysis or mm-hmm. overthinking, overanalyzing, whatever you want to call it. So, so how do we, how do we basically combat the analysis paralysis when we have our investor hats on, right? This is, how do we combat that? So we kind of have some things that we want to touch on. Uh, number one, get educated. This is by far the most important thing you do. Let me just say that one more time. Number one is get educated. And this is this is one of those things. It's not. It's going to take time. Mm-hmm. It's not going to be easy. There's going to be a lot of work. But this is crucial. You have to do it. Also, this is not a one and done type thing. It's not like you're just going to learn it. Bam, you're done. No, no. This is an ongoing thing. I'm talking about lifelong learning. This is sure you might you might understand uh, something in regards to real estate investing, but no, you need to keep pushing. You need to keep learning. This is going to be one of those things you have to keep doing. So it's important to realize that you won't know every single thing about a subject. You might know a lot. You might be really good. A lot of experience when you get down the road, but you're still not going to know every single thing because things change. Mm -hmm. Things do change. So get a great foundational education and then make an educated investment. This is going to be super important. So let me say it one more time. One of the most important things you can do is get educated. Wouldn't you agree, Chris? Yeah. Absolutely. All right, number two. Next, as an investor you need to understand your financial situation. So just going out and be like, I'm going to be an investor and you have no idea where you're at financially, it's not going to be good. Yeah, it's so, rough. So, but it is true, and you know we've all heard it, it's true you can get into real estate with no money. Mm-hmm. Real estate investing with no money. It's true, you can. Plenty of people have done it. With that being said, I wouldn't recommend it. I don't know, I don't know if you'd recommend it, but I wouldn't recommend it. It's a tall task. Right, just... just because things happen, and if if you're in a some sort of situation where you need to have that money, and you it, you're gonna have issues. Anyways, we're not gonna get into that. That's not what this show's about. What we're trying to get as get your financials in order. Understand where you are in regards to income, uh, spending habits, reserves, like just reserves what you have, maybe cash reserves, liquidity, basically uh, any equity you may have, and then your net worth. So these are some of the things that you want to pay attention to and take into consideration. But it's important to understand what your options before or options are before making it like any financial moves or investments, uh, especially with real estate, right? Mm-hmm. Or really with anything, but okay. All right. So what's another one? Uh, surround yourself with the right people. Kind of what we talked about before. Put yourself in the right environment. Uh, we're just going to, that's, that's basically it. Just surround yourself with the right people. Put yourself in the right environment. And that kind of leads into the next part. What we talked about, you know, you're talking about meetups and masterminds, uh, networking. It's huge. Mm-hmm. As an investor, mm-hmm. I mean, it's everything. Networking is huge. Educating, networking, right? I mean, these are these are some of the biggest things you're talking about. An easiest way to get out there and start 
meeting and talking with other like-minded investors, especially if you're not really into the whole going out and doing this stuff, good way to start, social media. And right now it's perfect because you can't go out and do right, anything. Right, so right. hit people up on Facebook or Instagram, LinkedIn or whatever. Like I said, people are so happy to to be reached out to. Right. Oh, that's literally like what we run into every single day. Everybody's so happy just to holler back at you and answer some of the questions you might have and build that potential relationship. And trust us, the social media is filled with real estate investors. We've uh, Our social media is, is almost nothing but real estate yeah. investors. So believe me, they're out there. So you can go to social media or you can go to Bigger Pockets. Bigger Pockets, uh, you know, you can go in there, you can comment on the articles, you can ask questions in the forums. Um, both on social media or bigger pockets, uh, there's just like an endless supply of content and opportunities uh, to interact with investors. So that's just something to really consider. Another uh, another great way is what Chris talked about before is networking conferences. Uh, you know, go meetup.com. That guess stuff kind of what you're talking about. Um, find stuff you're looking for. Um, whatever, but networking definitely don't pass on this. This is something, and this is one of those things where this might be a, a real like pain point but it's it's equally as important Mm -hmm. like don't don't just pass up on this so anyways all right next as real estate investors you're going to need to be looking at deals because the point is is to invest in real estate right so if you're looking into getting real estate syndications build a relationship with a sponsor right this is what you need to do first right build that relationship and after you build that relationship they're going to be glad to send you documents and information regarding a previous deal you just got to ask for it right Mm -hmm. you need an executive summary you need all this other stuff. So basically, you can just look at a deal, right? So ask them and get familiar with this type of information and what it looks like and how it's going to be provided to you and know what the numbers mean. Mm-hmm. You know, you're looking at numbers. What do, the, what do these things mean? What is, you know, they're telling you certain information. What does that mean for this investment? So learn how to analyze the numbers and spot potential opportunities, right? And so, and kind of just going further into that is really... Uh, the due diligence process, right? So first, you're kind of just looking at deals. Now you need to really know how to analyze these things. It's a deep dive into understanding how these investments work. Run the numbers, ask the questions, understand potential issues that can arise and how these are mitigated prior to investing. Let me say that again. Prior to investing. You want to have this stuff down, right? And then also you want to understand how they're handled during the investment you know you want to understand what these look like during the investment the numbers all that stuff so the only way you're going to get comfortable with these type of things is doing the reps mm-hmm. right you have to do this over and over again you can't just do it one time like oh i'm a master i tried that mm-hmm. didn't work Mm-mm. never happens that fast not with investing at least or not with anything really so mm-hmm. don't just do anything once or twice do them over over again and after a while you're gonna get comfortable with these things, and you you might not even realize it, but one day you're gonna wake up and you're like, "Man, I'm I'm a completely different person. Mm-hmm. I'm 100 percent transformed." And then you're gonna be like, "Wow, that was amazing." Mm-hmm. But the whole journey, you know, it's gonna take time. So, but it's something to pay attention to. All right, so really, kind of the key takeaway is you're gonna have to do some things that you're not gonna be super comfortable with, right? And this is how you get out of analysis paralysis. Mm-hmm. And you have to do them over and over again. Not just once or twice. You have to do them over and over again. Fear is something that we all experience. I mean, right? Yeah. So we all started somewhere. But what's what's on the other side of fear is where success lies. Mm-hmm. And, you know, really the important things are get educated and take action. So in summary, here's some of the things you can do to pop out of that analysis process for real estate investors. 
get educated. Understand your financial situation. Get out there and network. Go. Just start now. Mm-hmm. Right now. And then find deals. Look at past deals. Do due diligence. And then, uh, you know, get the reps in. And then when you're finding these deals and if you're questioning, like, you know, am I looking at these right or anything? Or, you know, if I'm making the right assumptions. Uh, one of the things is you've already done the networking. Speak with other reputable, experienced investors. Go out there and talk to them. that you built relation- The ones that you built relationships with. And see what they think about that deal. Like, hey, what do you think about this deal? Am I making a mistake somewhere? Right. Or, you know, talk to the people that you've made these connections with. And, you know, if, usually they're going to steer you in the right direction. I mean, if you're talking to the right people, right? Right. If you've made those. Or at least they might have some kind of insight. Right. I mean, exactly. some clues. Right. Exactly. So. Cool. Well, um, you know, I think <clears throat> just, I guess just going on that, like you, you need to be okay with knowing that you're going to make mistakes, you know, probably. Right. So a lot of the the paralysis really comes from that fear of making the mistake. Right. Mistakes are good though. They teach us, you know, I'd say it's, I think it's pretty easy to say, actually, you know, we learn way more from the mistakes that we make than from all the other times that you have wins in your life. You know, you don't really win or you don't really learn much from a win. Right. So you know, uh, you know, when a project goes smoothly, yeah, that that's nice. We all love that, but there's generally not a lot of takeaways. Um, so just just embrace that. And and if you've done your research, and if you've done the reps, and if you've been consistent and really dedicated the time to your due diligence process, you know, you've done your part in mitigating most of those foreseeable risks. That should give you that confidence that you need to be able to to sleep well at night, knowing that you did all you could and you left no stone unturned. So the important thing, you know, and he said it more than one time, the important thing is like take action. You you can't hit a home run if you're not swinging and you can't even step up to the plate if you haven't even been practicing. So get those reps in and then you can, you know, you know, I don't want to say you're going to strike out. You might hit swing and a miss, but then you might hit a grand slam. So, you know, if you're not playing, you can't win. Exactly. I love that. I love that saying. That's perfect. Yeah. So really, analysis paralysis, it happens to everybody. It's, it's going to happen, you know, especially if you're new, it's going to happen. Uh, and especially if you're learning something new, it's going to happen. But so hopefully the content uh, in this episode, the information we provided is going to help you guys uh, kind of go through it and basically be able to beat. The, the overthinking, the analyzing, you know, mm-hmm. is the mindset and how to do these things. So get educated, take action. All right. So one thing I want to get, uh, I want to ask you a question, Chris, before we get here, um, just kind of a, you know, episode ending question. Really. Sure. So what's a book you've recently read that you'd recommend to others? Well, uh, so I just got done finishing uh, Rework. Uh, I, ha- I have it right here, but uh, it's Rework by Jason Freed and uh, David Hansen. Um, these guys kind of take take planning and they kind of, they kind of try to think about things from a different angle. And, um, you know, they kind of take planning and kind of turn it upside down. And, you know, I think it's, uh, this book might not necessarily be for everyone, but I think it's good to just at least consider, consider a different way of thinking about things and not always having the same approach as everyone else, because a lot of times those approaches don't work or maybe they might not work for you and they happen to work for someone else. So it gives you an opportunity to really kind of think outside the box. And, and one thing that they talk about in this book is like planning and how 
you know, they, everybody needs to plan, but really that's just kind of a, a guess. You know, if you plan, you know, something kind of far out, you're just kind of hoping that this thing is going to turn out. What they kind of address is on a much smaller level, the day-to-day tasks. And it is about consistency or whatever, but you need to adapt because uh, we were talking about this morning in the gym, uh, you know, just the those ebbs and flows uh, uh, day to, uh, you know, from, from hour to hour and day to day that are between here and your goal, you know, so yeah, you want to plan and, you know, that, but that's like your, that's your educated guess about something that's got, that hopefully will happen, you know, but you need to be able to adapt and from day to day and, you know, make those kind of those course corrections throughout, you know, and, you know, who knows what you're going to learn about yourself or what you, what you learn about the thing that you're trying to achieve, um, I think it's a neat read. Um, it, it just kind of gives you a different angle to to approach things. So I think it's neat. Um, check it out. It, it went pretty fast for me. Uh, so, I mean, I'm kind of a fast reader, but I liked it. So Awesome. Cool. I'll have to keep that in mind. Yep. Good stuff. All right. You got anything else? I'm happy, man. All right. Cool. Well, we appreciate you guys tuning in, and we'll see you next week. Later. Hey, thanks for listening to today's episode. Head over to iTunes to subscribe to the show, and while you're there, we'd really appreciate you leaving a rating and written review. If you have any questions or topics you'd like to hear on the show, connect with us on social media or through our website at twosmartassets.com. We look forward to speaking to each and every one of you. Talk to you soon.